That old black magic has me in its spell That old black magic that you weave so well Those icy fingers up and down my spine The same old witchcraft when your eyes meet mine The same old fever that I feel inside And then that elevator starts to ride And down and down I... Greetings and blessings. Hey, how you doing? I am doing amazing tonight. How are you? I am so excellent. I'm visiting my uh, little sister, best friend, uh, Sandra. I'm in New York, you know, so I'm over her house, broadcasting from her house, so I'm kind of excited. And uh, I'm excited because uh, last week, uh, Sunday, you kind of like mm-hmm. really, uh-huh. really made me take notice of what has um, really been a missing element in the fact that, you know, a lot of people are scared to go outside of being the status quo, you know, to really mm-hmm. get into their own magic. So I'm excited right. for tonight. And our discussion tonight, I look forward to it. I look forward to talking to your magnificent cousin, Sherry, Miss Sherry. Yeah, I'm not sure she'll be able to call in. Mm. Um, she told me she's going to try. And come on. There's a 720 number that's on right now. I just want you to know that um, you're unmuted. So, good evening to you. Welcome to the Hello, ladies. Hi. Hello. Um, I see people are gradually coming on. So, I guess as we go on, we can uh, incorporate everybody into the discussion because, as you all know, I love when you participate. I want to encourage a friendly environment, you know, where everyone can share their uniqueness, their unique take on um, their innate ability to invoke and create and influence the energies that are around us and things of that nature. So, you know, we'll we'll start to incorporate everybody into the discussion as you come on. Um, Ia? Yes. We had discussed different things, but, you know, spirit kind of led me in a a certain way this evening where I'm going to even try to introduce that into the discussion. Which is... um, what are the minute things in our life, the little minuscule things that we don't give too much attention to that actually aid us in doing big things? I'd say. You know, I'd because say. we spoke on um, our ancestors and our elders that, you know, certain traditions that we didn't realize at the time, but they were practicing a form of spirituality and magic when we were growing up. But uh, today I received a new shipment of my oils, of my essential oils, because I have a whole new product line coming out. And I was so excited, and I started opening up everything and taking a whiff, and, oh, I can use this, and this will do what. And it dawned on me, I got something called uh, Christmas Spirit, right? And when I opened it, I was like, huh, 
okay, it's Christmassy, but it's, for some reason it's not making me feel the way I felt during that time of the year when I was younger. You know, and I had to sit down and wonder, is that because I don't celebrate Christmas and I haven't for so many years? Like, what's going on? And then I realized it was there's a particular smell that was not in this formula. So it wasn't invoking certain emotions that I associate with this time of the year. And I realized that smell was pine. Mm. Okay? I was like, wow, pine. So I did some research on pine, but also I remember my abuela cleaned her house with pine saw. Everything, the floors, the walls, the counters, she would do pine saw. And I remember the chicken soup she would make from scratch. And I remember she would have us drink a, drink a tall glass of tang every morning so that we got our vitamin C because it was cold out. And all of that, and that warm, comforting, safe, magical feeling came back. At that very moment, just remembering that that scent was associated with my grandmother. And as I thought back, I was like, she was anointing things with pine salt. I didn't even realize it. I was, it, it dawned on me, like, my grandmother was practicing magic, and she was using pine around us as children. I say. You know, that was like such a small little detail, you know, something so small. It made me remember so many amazing things. And I was like, I wonder what other small little things go on every day, but they really trigger big things, especially by way of our magic. Well, I need to let you know that you know, as an older mother, that mm-hmm. when um, your children um, get older, they are less dependent and stuff like that. And what happens is that you get a sense of deja vu or reminiscence and something strikes a memory. Maybe it's another uh, uh another parent interacting with their child or something. And you go back to those moments where, you know, you might have had a, a, a kiss or a hug or just, you know, mommy, I love you, you know. And it's mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. as you get older, that becomes so important, right. you know. And 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 it is things that you don't notice, like you know your baby hugging you, and like your son, he's always telling you, "Mom, thank you for being my mom," you know, or mm-hmm. "Thank you for this," or "Thank you for that." And when you get older, you don't get that. Right. Right. Yeah, and it's the little things sometimes that do that. It's the little things. Um, I wanted to just put this out that. Pine oil, um, it's known for de-stressing the body. And when you, like, massage it in to your skin and things of that nature, you can also use it as a supplement. Some people do that as well. But, um, and we can touch on this a little. Hopefully we don't get sidetracked. But I want, I'm going to incorporate a little bit into the show later different things that we use, like camphor, chamomile, 
um, you know, and just in our magic that we can use in our magic. So these are things uh, that you kind of have in your cabinet that are around you already. And no, I'm going to be honest. It's not the same as if you had a garden and you were going out and picking these herbs fresh, you know, and harvesting them at a certain time. And, you know, so know that when you're using shelved aged products that have probably been sitting around for who knows how long, you know, in a warehouse somewhere, that it, it does make a difference. You know, there are different strengths and degrees to how we can manipulate um, certain objects and substances and things of that nature. You know, so again, that's why I try to tell people, if you can have access to, like, essential oils that are extracted in an efficient way, keeping the quality as pure as possible, that's a substitute if you want to build your own little arsenal of magical doodads and formulas and elixirs and oils and, you know, just all that type of stuff. Try and keep some things on hand, you know, if you can't get the pure product, you know. So if you need that plant or that leaf or that stem, if you don't have access to those things and you don't have that shop in your neighborhood, you want to try to efficiently have a system set up where you can have access to certain things on hand. And whether it be you making those things or you're going to someone else, you want quality in your products, you know, even spiritual products. People think, oh, it's just about infusing that object with your energy, but there's a balance and there's a harmony that you're trying to achieve. And if you use tainted, you know, you don't want to use tainted and things that you don't even know what's all in them, you know. So try and, and be aware, whether it be through me or anybody else, you want to look for a certain grade of product, depending on what you're going to use it for. You know, so I just want to throw that out there, and we will be touching on those things. Um, I wanted well, to also put something else out there. Well, go ahead, um, Queen Mother. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that if my mother was your abuela, because my mother could have been your abuela, because she clearly has grandchildren that are your age, and older. So my mother's house smelt of pine. And that was pine saw, pine oil. Pine is a uh, uh, herb that brings and attracts wealth. And that mm-hmm. was something that was handed down to my mother from the okay. people that raised her. That pine is that which would, you know, clean, but also in cleaning it, the smell of it all brings wealth into the home. And you see that a lot of people use pine around Christmas and with people wanting to buy and stuff, you need money. And that pine brings that abundance to you. Okay. So that's something to note because I never consciously worked with pine. You know, it was more of a, a just a knowing, but I was never taught nor did I come across that I remember that it was used for that. But I could see exactly where and why it would be. 
So that makes perfect sense. And that's going to be with a lot of things with magic for those that are just um, starting to practice and learn and indulge, you know, that area of metaphysics in their life. You're going to come across a lot of things where you knew it and you were using that already without being told or taught. I learned today that the word learn or learning um, has a Latin, it's the root word means to remember. And, and that was so profound to me. I was like, so learning is actually just remembering something. You know, well, they knew it back then, anyway, the art of, of learning, you know, as opposed to how we've kind of been limited by the, because the English language really is a bastard language, you know, so you're kind of limited as to the true depth and meaning of a lot of the words that we use in our everyday. I even sometimes wonder if that was done on purpose, because if we're taught that words are so powerful. Yes, it was. So you do a great job, your name? Yes, this is Michelle. Okay, hi, Michelle. Good evening. Hi. So you agree, Michelle? Oh, yeah, it definitely was. Like, it's it was a language that was specifically made to, because, you know, language is sacred, old, mm-hmm. old, you know, languages. And so it was made to kind of turn everything that's sacred in language backwards just right. by speaking. Because, you know, just speaking is actually spell casting. That's why you should watch exactly. what you say. But it and that's was why they call it spelling. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. And um, that's why, you know, if you notice, like, we're the only ones out of all the languages, we're the only ones that try to kind of force people to speak it. And there's a reason yes. for that, because of the fact that it is such a bastard language and it is, you know, the most unsacred of all of them, which was by design. Exactly. That And that, and you see, again, this is not something I read. That just made sense to me as I as I started to study my craft and study different yeah. cultures and things of that nature. And I used to get into friendly debates with people um, regarding religion. And I used to always say yeah. to them, well, what's the, what's the uh, translation? Yeah. I want to know what is the translation in that original language. Because if they you try know. to take that and translate it into English, it loses something. Right. Because a lot of it can't be translated for that exact reason. Because yeah. um, most of the books that have been written um, mm-hmm. for that reason have lost a lot of, you know, the, the real knowledge and the truth because of the whole translation. Even some of the Hebrew, because Hebrew is about the most exactly. ancient language that is still intact some. But because right. there are, um, you know, things that cannot be translated even in Hebrew because it's not one of the, you know, most pure languages, a lot of it's still mm-hmm. lost purposely because that's knowledge that they didn't want people to have. I have asked people sometimes when they're using names to invoke sacred spirit and sacred energy in their words. And, I've, you know, I've gotten into the discussion with people, and I'm like, well, how do you feel about the fact that you're using a name that couldn't quite, it, it couldn't have possibly existed during right. that time because that letter didn't exist. Yes, exactly. Wow. I know what name you're saying exactly. Yeah, I'm like, so why don't you use this specific, you know, 
you, it, it's hard because so many of our regular practices are contradictions. You know, we, we push and we, we really try to drive home, oh, words have powers. And of us in the metaphysical, magical community, we know about knowing the true name of something. Yeah, you know, there and is I'm like, so now. if you know consciously that you're not using the true name of that energy, how does that work? And that's when I try to tell people, you know why you're getting some form of result, even though you're not using the proper wording, is because you're invoking a power that lives inside of you. You are connected yeah. to the all. And it's not just about words. It's not just about prayers. There's all different factors that tie into what we're capable of achieving. You know, and I always tell people, when they say, oh, the power of prayer, the power of prayer, and I'm like, do you really think that that orphan in Africa is not praying harder than you for something to eat, for their, their, their parents to come back or to have a home, shelter, safety? Do you really think that there's not someone in more dire straits than you that is also praying. Why do you think they're not being heard? Or is it that it's not about being heard? It's that there is a balance that comes into play when we are doing things. And if things are not balanced or in the right condition, they won't yield a certain result. Yeah. You know? So it's wording, it's your consciousness, it's your inner being, that peace. It's what you put into your body, it's diet, it's your environment. Are you in a proper, conducive and diet, uh, environment to bring about that type of energy, to get that flowing? It's so many different things, and that's why it's almost futile when people argue you know, with their with their theory or their take on something. It's like, no, look around yeah. you. Nature is harmony. Right. It's about balance, and we're a reflection of what? Natural, the natural order of things. You know, all of that is tied in. If you're going to do spells, you know, don't try to do something that is totally contrary to the flow of the natural order, because they're yeah. going to yield something else. You know, so I, I, I try to, a lot of people I speak with, I'm like, hey, you would be astounded as to how much power you have if you would go with the flow. Definitely. And there's even power in that name simply because for so many generations, people have, you know, believed in that and kind of, you know, even our ancestors also, that's because right. that's what was pushed on them, you know. And they that, created You know, what they that's put, right. yeah. So they did literally, you know, there is power there, but getting back to, you know, real, like when you really study and really go into, mm-hmm. you know, our real stuff, like that's where that the main power lies because, um, okay. you know, most of it is just something that was told to us that we're regurgitating. Because, I mean, even when I try to have, you know, conversations with with people from there, I never really get to that part because their programming usually makes them, you know, 
They can't really not receptive. They can't yeah, debate. Yeah, receptive. they can't really debate you because their whole thing is when it comes to actual answers, you know, they come to well, it's just you have to have faith. But when you have actual answers that they can't answer, you know, they go back to faith because that's really all that they have. So I have really and, and they don't realize you that faith even, is a part of the equation. They're right, right. about faith, but that's only yes. one part. Well, you're not supposed to have faith in a lie. Like, you can have faith, but faith doesn't mean that you have to be ignorant and just swallow what everyone exactly. else is feeding you. Exactly. That's, that's you right. You still that's need true. to, yeah, educate yourself, reason. you know. And now that's we were going made intelligent for a reason. That's going back to balance. Um, right. Yeah, because me having faith in the ability to jump out a four-story window and float, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 914 number that's on now. I just want you to know your mic is open. And I'm also going to open the mic up to a 323 so that everybody can get involved in this convo. Uh, we're talking about balance, harmony, invoking things, and utilizing all the different things around us that they may seem very small and insignificant, but in reality, they yield such large results when you're practicing your magic and your ability to join. So, 914, can you introduce yourself? Maybe not. Okay. Maybe not at the moment. 323, are you there? Uh, Yes, can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Oh, hi. How are you both this morning? Hi, good evening. Good evening. Uh, yes, um, are you taking questions or um, comments? Sure, I mean, we're taking questions and we're sharing, so you feel free to do either or. Oh, okay. Um, yes, I, I'm interested. I, I don't know. I just joined you, and um, I saw your website on Blog Talk and looked quite interesting. Um, so I'm not sure if you, you know, um, answering questions or are psychic or whatever, but I, I saw the um, DORBA information and then I just, you know, really wanted to hear and see, you know, do you do divination or, I or do. what? I do, in fact, do that. I don't do that specifically on the show for a personal, mm-hmm. but um, what I'm going to do is take a moment because I always wait to the end and it's usually at the end of the show so people miss it. But I'm going to give mm-hmm. out some information quickly. Um, okay. If you go to my Facebook, you can contact mm-hmm. me for personal readings or whatever your divination, whatever you're interested in um, mm-hmm. spiritually. And it is Nadia, N A D I A, Amunet. A-M-U-N-E-T, Clayhar, C-L-A-H-A-R, and you can contact me through my Facebook if you're interested in any of that. Yes, I am in, uh, you know, I do divination. I'm an empath. I create uh, metaphysical products according to your individual needs. Um, Mm -hmm. I do cleansings, baths, all kinds of things, and you can inquire on that level, um, through there, you can also, E, I'm going to let you give the description of the Yoruba house, how they can contact me as well. Okay. Are you still there? I'm here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I was trying to, uh, you can also contact me um, mm-hmm. through Facebook 
if you go to the Yoruba House of Worship. That's another site if you're interested. You know, okay. and you can inbox me, and from there we can go, um, we can, you know, speak and and talk further about what you may need or what you want. But what we dis- huh. we discuss here, may I ask your name? Uh, yes, my name is Lynette. Okay, good evening, Lynette. What we do here on the show, basically we discuss how one um, practices magic. Mm-hmm. One, it can be an individual or a grand scale, but every day. Like, and that can be something as simple as you praying over someone before they go out, you know, mm-hmm. or when you're cooking, you pray over your food. You know, mm-hmm. or you may mix up different oils or you may use herbs to heal, you know, and do different things. There's so many right. different forms of magic. You're not limited and contrary to popular belief, there is no one right way because we are all individuals and unique. You know what I'm saying? Oh. But what, right. what I try to do here is create a forum where we can share different formulas, um, maybe different books we read that help different technique, you know, just enlighten each other. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, about different ways. And there are a lot of metaphysicians that do also listen to the show. Some of them come on as a guest speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I always have them give out their information. So I try to make it where, you know, you can get into contact with someone if you want to go more in depth or have any work done for yourself or anyone else. So hopefully you'll be able to get that from the show too this evening. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll uh, continue to listen. I'm very much interested. I um, okay. I'm kind of a um, well, I'm a massage therapist, but I've returned to school full time. I'm a non-traditional student, uh, okay. and um, I do dibble and dab with essential oils and things like that. So, okay. Um, oh, great. Yeah, so I'm very interested in, you know, continuing so to listen. So you're a healer. Uh, that's what people tell me. I guess I get sidetracked yeah, well, all the time. Therapy. What is therapy? <laughs> yes, you know, it's definitely what healing. What is healing for yeah. any type of therapy? Mm-hmm. Right. You see? Yeah. And then you right. use your hands. So right. uh, I would yeah. say, you know, listening, I'm thinking, okay, like, so her magic, one of her, her forms of magic is through her hands. Right. The ability to use her hands to heal through energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and you say you work with oils, so you're dealing with nature. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. holistic healing. That's wonderful. That's oh, wonderful. thank you. Yes. Well, like I said, I've been kind of sidetracked off and on, but um, I keep coming back, you know, so it's like, well, there must be a reason, so <laughs> I'm going to well, try to... Well, let me ask you about that, because we've been, you know, everyone that's online, um, you can all chime in whenever you want, but one of the things I was talking about with Queen Mother Ear earlier was mm-hmm. about the uh, the shift, the millennium shift, mm-hmm. and how so many of us are feeling almost compelled now to follow and develop their innate ability, whatever that may be. It's almost like a nagging feeling, like you can't keep putting this off. Right. You know, it almost becomes urgent. 
And mm-hmm. I'm finding that so many of the people that call me for services and, and my existing clients when they talk, there is a universal movement taking place where there are those of us who are actively, consciously, purposely seeking higher wisdom, mm-hmm. you know, and our calling, whatever that may be, you know, right. and it wasn't really in the plan, you know, it mm-hmm. wasn't part of anybody's agenda. It's just sort of happening, like we're gravitating to that place. And um, so I'm interested, like when you just said, you know, you're you're feeling like you have to go back and do this. Right. Um, Michelle, do you feel that in that, in your life in any area? Um, yes, actually, I've kind of found where um, the business, you know, because I'm looking to open a business and mm-hmm. um, I plan started, but I've been kind of guided actually ancestrally to kind of come okay. into understanding that a part of of that has to do with this too. And for a while, you know, I thought that, um, I mean, it's in my family on my both sides, my mom and my dad, you know, just way back, but mm-hmm. I never really, you know, thought that it was something that I would ever, you know, be a part of because most of us don't even know that it is in our blood. But the more that I've been, you know, looking into it, I kind of am understanding why they're guiding me to, you know, learn and to to utilize it. Yeah. Because it has something to do with my calling. And that may be your role in the dynamics of your family. Yeah, because you may be the one to trigger that awakening in in your cipher, in your your family, you know, and those that surround you. I know for me, and it's so funny because I have so many family members that, you know, publicly I'm called the family nut. <laughs> you know, I'm known as the, as the quirky, quacky, crazy lady. But I get all kinds of calls like, hey, listen, I need a reading. <laughs> you know, yeah. what can I do for this? And what? And I just laugh about it. And I, I kind of, in a way, I feel sad because I'm like, Yeah, because they're not man, free enough know, to be honest with themselves about, who it is exactly. they could actually be, you know? It shouldn't even be that way. We should all feel free to say, hey, I hear voices. Yeah. <laughs> right, know, I definitely. get messages. I see signs. I had yeah. a dream and it came true. And you should be able to say these things without people looking at you, you know, <laughs> like like you're speaking a foreign language. You know, right, like yeah. you need to be in a straitjacket. It's like, really? Because in in reality, they, and this is where, you know, self-reflection comes in. Some of the things that people say to me, family, friends, strangers, I think to myself, and you think I'm crazy. You know, <laughs> I'm thinking to myself, like, you worship this. You know, yeah. you, you repeat that. Literally, you will quote that out of your mouth. Have you ever stopped to think about what you just said? <laughs> You know, like, why would you, and which is totally fine, but I'm thinking, but why would you judge someone else doing something different? You know, for every person that looks and says, you're crazy, you're this, you're that, they, it's like they don't pause to think the same thing is being said of you. So if we perpetuate that type of energy, no one's going to fit in anywhere. Because we're all unique. We all have our, our certain niche or, or whatever the case may be. 
So, you know, it, yeah, it's weird because a lot of people will say to me, oh, you're so smart, and, you know, you're so this, and that's wonderful. But you think I'm crazy. Like, how can I be this psychopath, you know, delusional person, but at the same time, you you hold me in such regard that you tell me your troubles and ask me for help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that hypocrisy just doesn't, I don't think there's room for it in the spiritual world, you know, and I think it hinders one's ability to really truly invoke and practice magic. You can't say I don't believe in the daytime and at night, you know, you throw on the cloak and you head into the woods. Fall down the moon. You just can't do that. Yeah. You know, what are you doing there? Why are you doing that? That's ridiculous to me. Don't you have better things to do? You know, my thing is, and if that's the case, you know, don't involve me. You know, because that, you're siphoning my energy when you do that type of thing. So you got to be aware. Some of them are classified as uh, psychic vampires. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there's a lot of different names for what you, you know, your incubus, your succubus, you know, they have all kinds of different titles. But basically, you don't need a title to identify energy. And if you're feeling drawn when someone leaves or after a conversation, if you're feeling depleted, you've probably just been fed off of. And that can come in many forms by those that want to use your magic when it's convenient, but Mm -hmm. they want to turn around and condemn you and persecute you for being yourself. Wow. <laughs> That's so true. Hmm. You know, so be aware of that type of hypocrisy and energy around you because being aware is the first step to be being able to invoke or revoke something. You know, you have to be conscious of what's going on. You know, and it's not always popular, but, you know, we do what we have to do. Um, yeah. I don't want the show to get away from us this evening without... Um, touching on certain um, specific like herbs and and things of that nature, I have kind of uh, labeled a couple of things. I just want to throw out there because Spirit is telling me there's a lot of things going on, and you know, people just have some questions. But I want them to see how simplistic it can be. You know, everybody doesn't have to be a grand wizard or you know, high priestess practitioner of so and so. You know, there are things that we just do every day. I've been labeled with certain titles, but I I don't live by that. You know, I've read certain books, and I've taken whatever excerpts I've needed from the books, and the book goes back on the shelf. I don't worship books. I don't worship deities. I don't worship people. I just acknowledge things, and I try to work harmoniously, you know, with what's around me and try to stay balanced, which is not always the case. You know, but I'm a work in progress, and I strive always to grow, to elevate. You know, and that's part of magic. And you have to just, you know, be, um, you have to persevere. You know, you're going to run into different obstacles, but, you know, that's what life is about, right? Learning, growing, evolving. Definitely. It should be. It should be. But it should be. Well, you know what, I've, I've come to know that some people's role is to de-evolve. Yes, that's right, because we do all have a role to play here. And that kind of helps the ones that are not in that role to see where they don't want to go and what they need to, you know, clear out of their lives. So it is definitely true. 
everything cannot be one way. Like, I'm a person, I'm all for love, and however, I do not turn a blind eye to its counterpart. You know, yeah. because my thing is, if I don't, now I don't acknowledge it to a point, I try not to acknowledge those things to a point to where they affect my progress and peace. But at the same time, I have to know, like, hey, you know, um, these things exist, and they're here. Yeah. You know, and that's just the reality of it. But, um, like, for every plant that heals, there's a plant that poisons. Yeah. You see? So that you have to remember that in your magic, too. You can't just be reckless and using whatever you want because, you know, thinking, oh, this is natural. Like, I tell people that get oils from me. And oil, you can be allergic to it, you know. A lot of a lot of distributors try to tell people, like, oh, no, therapeutic-grade oil it's safe. You can use as much as you want and whenever you want and you can do this. No, you have to use common sense. If you're allergic to weed, then you might not want to use Gilly, you know, or you might not want to use that. Um, No, you cannot ingest mugwort, you know, just certain things. So on that level, to that degree, you have to do your research, people. You know, everything's not uh, daisies and frolicking. You know, nature is about harmony, and it's about creating and destroying. So if you keep that in mind, you know, be conscious when you're doing your magic and and using different things. But this is something I had had marked off that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, Now, I'm quoting from my book, The Herbal Alchemist Handbook by Karen Harrison. And... um, I was going across, coming across something, and I thought to myself, this is about camphor. Now, a lot of people have camphor in their house just for any reason, but it has its magical property, you know, depending on how you use it. Um, the element for camphor is water. The planet um, in sync with camphor is the moon, and parts used is the gum or the essential oil. And it says here, uh, the scent of burning camphor purifies the space and brings self-discipline, aiding in controlling and transforming bad habits. Long used in Eastern Hemisphere for temple purification and protection, camphor is excellent for deep meditation and gaining insight. Camphor oil added to the bath clears the thoughts and soothes the soul. A little goes a long way, so if you burn camphor on charcoal, use only a small pinch. Now, I thought about that because I have some camphor squares in my house, and I usually use that to, as it suggests, purify an area. If I detect negative energy, very rarely do I deal with a client in my home. But sometimes you have people that come over, and they leave an energy behind. You can't quite put your finger on it, but it's like your home is out of balance. So I was taught um, to put camphor around the house. And as I thought back, my grandmother always had camphor around the house. I used to see camphor squares, and I didn't know why they were just sitting there. So, again, telling you it's the little things, I was like, wow, my grandmother was really a witch. You know, I got so excited, like, she's doing it. (laughs) Amazing. She didn't tell me that. So I take my camphor and I'll put it, especially in the areas where my children have nightmares, 
Um, some people even put camphor in water. I don't know if you've ever heard of, you know, put a glass of water under your bed. If yeah. you're having nightmares. No. But um, that's something that people do. They put a glass of water. Now, if you want to try and reason that out to where it doesn't, doesn't seem like some old Harry Potter type, you know, silliness, <laughs> my theory on that is water conducts energy. And water can draw. So I'm thinking that kinetic energy somehow is temperamented with having water in the area. Have you ever seen someone put the glass of water near the door? There are a lot of people that do that. You would say to yourself, why? And they say it it, uh, traps negative energy. And then they just toss the water away from the home or, you know, they pour it down the toilet. But um, so... I try to tie in my head, whenever I come across tradition, working, um, whenever you try to, no, whenever you try to do something and you're dealing with, um, you know, you may come across what they call a superstition or old tradition or culture, and I try to say to myself, just so I can have an idea why they may have done that, like, where did they come from? Why do... All these different cultures that are nowhere in the same vicinity, why did they all have this same practice? What does it stem from? What is it rooted in? And me, the person that I am, to me, spirituality, metaphysics, all this science, this all goes hand in hand. One shouldn't cancel out the other, and if you dig deep enough, there is a connection. So I'm like, so what are the properties of water? How is water used, and what can it do? that someone would put it under their bed or near their door. You know, and water is a conduit for so many things. And then I said, and not only that, but it has been proven that water has its own consciousness. Yeah. So and we're mostly myself, water ourselves, so that, exactly. that itself so is a big So now I'm 70% water. What does that mean? Right. You know, and then imagine, and then on top of that, you're a water sign. So here you have all these different, you know, things that you can incorporate and use common sense. You don't have to read a book to know that. Yeah. It's just like, mm-hmm. hey, wait a minute. I, You know, that makes sense. I can do that. You know, so I, that's how I kind of come at everything. And I say that so that maybe others would know. Um, that might be helpful to you. Here's a 973. I'm going to open your mic up just in case you want to join us in the conversation. Uh, I'm just actually getting on. I was reading. I mean, good evening. I'm sorry. My good evening. Is, I'm so sorry. I just jumped in the conversation. I was actually just getting um, online, and I was looking at, you know, your information with your show. I have a question to ask you. Um, sure. I'm I'm really trying to understand what's going on with 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 family members, but particularly my children at this point, because mm-hmm. uh, I just see some things that I'm not really pleased with. Uh-huh. And I, I just want to know if you see anything that's going on that might be negatively affecting my children. I'm, I mean, I know I already have my own issues, but mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on with my kids. 
Now, I do see something, but I'm going to tell you this, because it's of a very sensitive, personal nature. Mm. And I don't think you want me to put that over the airwaves. Okay. So I'm going to give you my Facebook, and you can communicate. We can initiate a communication between them. But, yeah, I do see something that you need to address, and it's very negative. It's actually a, it's a very negative person. Okay. Okay. And all right, so let me give you my Facebook. Okay. Um, it's Nadia. N A D I A. Mhm. Um Amunet A M U N E T. A M U N E T. Okay. Hotep H O T E P. Yes, Hotep, H-O-T-E-P, and uh, Clayhar, C-L-A-H-A-R. And what you can do when you inbox me, just identify yourself that we spoke, you know, via the show. Is that that all one word? Because I get so many. Um, Yeah, basically, you could put it in as one thing, I'm pretty sure, and I'll still pop up. What I'm going to do also, because I've never done this before, I'm going to give you guys my email so you can contact me that way as well, which is Nadia, N-A-D-I-A, four, as in the number four, Mm -hmm. eternity, at gmail.com. At gmail. Dot com. com. And your Facebook mm-hmm. is Nadia A M U E T H O T E. I'm gonna go I'm gonna back up for you. It's Nadia. Mm-hmm. The next name is Amunet, which is A M U N E T. Okay. Hotep H O T E P Clayhar C L A H A R. Okay, Hopep H O P P. Not Ho. No, it's Hotep H O T. Okay, okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah, so it's okay. So you can contact me. There's several different ways you can contact me. Okay. You know, regarding again readings and and things of that nature. This is I'm going to let you guys know. This is fairly new for me because although I've been working and helping people for years, I am what some would refer to as a crone. Meaning, I'm a very solitary person. I practice solitary magic for the most part. Um, I do have individuals that I work with and and things of that nature, but for the most part, I've always kept things to myself you know, walked a very solitary path, even though all, uh, uh, for years family and friends have urged me, like, you have to share your gifts, you have to do this, you have to do that. And I didn't do those things because, you know, nobody wants to be vulnerable to a certain degree, and because I'm an empath, it's very hard to come in contact with people that are suffering. I want to just help everyone so much. It would drain me so much. So I had a bunch yeah. of different reasons why I was not going to do this, you know. But I don't know. With this shift that we're speaking about, I just woke up one day and said, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and do this. 
you know, it's time. You know, I'm entering a new phase in my life, and I see people are shifting. Yeah, I'm shifting as well. And I'm going to go ahead and step out. Me too. Yes. Miss Nadia? Yes. I'm shifting as well. And I, I do believe that a lot that I see going on, whether it's with my kids or my family, it's because of that shift. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's because yeah. of that shift. And it's, it's, it's because of all, you know, when, you, when you're shifting to a higher level, from what I understand, or everything is going to come against you. Well, so you know what? I don't think it's that everything comes against you as much as you become more conscious of what's been going on. So it's not like something new happened. It's mm-hmm. just that now you see and hear and feel with a whole new set of emotions and sensories and things of that nature. So this could have been present, you, you, like, like the specific question that you asked me about, it's not something new. But because you are evolving, you are now conscious of the energy with yourself, your children, your home, and things of that nature. So, you know, that's what's going on with you. And it's going to become more urgent that you address it because you are becoming more aware. So these things that went undetected or unaddressed, you just can't do that anymore. You have to address it. Okay. You know, so, and you will address it. You know, but that's what's going on. We are all changing. We are evolving. And, you know, we're being pulled into a certain direction that we maybe thought we weren't ready for or we feared. And it's not always that. You know, this past week, when I tell you at least four different catastrophes have happened to me or what someone would say a catastrophe, and I'm thinking by all means I should be probably in a padded cell because that's enough to push anybody to have a nervous breakdown. Mm-hmm. But I had such a, felt, a, a feeling of calm and peace and balance. I was saying to myself, what is this coming from? Mm-hmm. And I realized that, you know what, I have grown. But I didn't notice how far I grew because I wasn't tested. So I didn't know. Even with my magic, I'm like, this is even tied in with my magic. This is tied in with my show. This is tied in with doing the essential oils. All of this is connected, that I can deal with these different things going on that are being thrown at me, these different Mm -hmm. scenarios. And I'm saying, why the heck is that? And it's because I have come to know that 99% of what affects me is all in my mind. The physical realm is such a small aspect of how we live and how things affect us, and I have a choice. Do I lose my mind? Do I, you know, freak out and <laughs> jump off a cliff? Like, do I sit, do I crawl in bed and pull the covers over my head and cry and soak? Like, all these different things. And I was like, I have a choice. Mm-hmm. And not only do I have a choice, but nature provides so many things that are infused with energy. Okay. With balance and harmony for me to draw from. My plants. Yeah. Water. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn all of that. I think I heard you mention something about water or something at the door. Oh, yes. Some people put water near a door mm-hmm. to capture negative energy. Okay. Or they'll put a glass of water under their bed. I've wondered why would people put, because another thing I was taught was put a penny, a penny in a glass of water and put it under the bed. 
And I'm thinking to myself, now, why do they put the penny in there? I wonder why they do it, besides the fact that they were told to do it. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know, and this is just me in the way I think. I was like, well, penny is copper. Mm-hmm. Copper conducts energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's why the penny's in the water. Mm-hmm. I didn't think to myself, oh, what a bunch of hoopla and silliness. You know, I, I don't come at it from a pessimistic view. I don't look at things with the intent to dispel or prove them wrong. Mm-hmm. I go into yeah. it with the spirit of wanting to learn. When I practice That's where I'm magic, at right now. That is just where I'm at. Me too. That's yeah, just you have where to right. what does that what do you bring to the table? What are you yeah. bringing to the table when it comes to your magic? When it comes to you learning, what do you bring to the table? You have what people put and saddle you with, and then you have what is innate. When you were born, did you read a book so you would know how to breathe? Of course not. <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah. You need a book to know you have to go to sleep, that you need to eat, that you have to move your bowels. You have to, you, no, these things were innate. My mm-hmm. my nine-month-old daughter has the craziest sense of humor I've ever seen. Where did she get that from? You see, these are yeah. things that she came here with. She came here knowing that she doesn't like carrots. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I yeah. have um, a daughter that's been diagnosed with autism. The things that she does, I say to myself, these labels are something else because she's so beyond this, that, and the other. Well, I I, yeah. work, with, I work with special need kids, and I actually work with some autistic um, preschoolers this summer. Normally I work mm-hmm. with older students and never really autism. And I learned so much in that experience that, you know, it, 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 it made me walk away from that situation knowing that, you know what, that it doesn't matter the the category that you're labeled, what matters is if the skills that you need are developed properly because autistic children will shock you. They actually of course see, they get they it. see actually, your spirit. Yes, they are. We're the ones that yep. probably are at a disadvantage yep. with the way and they I, think. I have yep. an autistic student now, and the strangest thing, she's highly functioning, right? And mm-hmm. when I saw that she's in a regular general ed class, right, and mm-hmm. all the other kids who quote unquote don't have this classification, they're they're all over the place. They can't get anything. Wow. But my autistic student, when I looked and I saw the IEP and said she was autistic, I said, "How is a student autistic in this class?" And I looked at the name because I saw her in the roster first, and I was blown away. I said, "I knew it was something different about her when I first met her." Right, that was so different from the rest of the kids. And you know what it is? She just needs to tune out all the other distraction. And guess yeah. what happens? She gets her work done in such a way that the teacher has to work harder to keep up with that child. Wow. Well, let me tell you how I incorporate structure, magic structure, into that whole diagnosis. Let me tell you how I kind of incorporate magic into mm-hmm. the dynamics of my daughter being diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So I sat down and I meditated, and I consulted my ancestors. Mm-hmm. I asked them for guidance and help. Mm-hmm. I tapped into that bloodline, that magical mm-hmm. bloodline of mine that flows through me, mm-hmm. as well as the wisdom of my elders that are here and present in the mm-hmm. physical, right? Mm-hmm. And spirit guided me mm-hmm. to change my daughter's diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Detox my daughter. This is before I even said, well, let me check into the academical side of how you deal with autism or this, that, and the other. 
-hmm. And I started mixing up my own tinctures Mm -hmm. and infusing things with certain herbs, Mm -hmm. just changing her environment in that level and Mm -hmm. doing meditation and massage with my daughter. Mm -hmm. But the person that evaluated her came by, and they couldn't recognize, they they couldn't believe it was the same child. Mm -hmm. And they were like, how did you know to do that? You know, but and of course you can't tell these people magic, you know, right. unless they're open right. to that. Yeah. Because, you know, next right. thing you know, you're getting a visit from defects. Yeah. But uh-huh. <laughs> my point is, I have faith in my ability mm-hmm. to tune into the being that mm-hmm. passed through my womb mm-hmm. and, and find and get in contact with what she needs. Now, you know, for all legal purposes, I am not trying to dissuade anyone from seeking out conventional medicine, I have to say to people. So, you know, talk to your doctor. <laughs> no, I know what you're none saying. Of, none of what I say is a substitute for uh, traditional medical, you know, practices or whatever the case may be. Okay, now that we said that and got that out of the way. That <laughs> so, you know, so I just tuned in to my daughter. Well, we, well we've always been in sync and in tune. Mm-hmm. But I did not hesitate. I didn't operate out of fear, vanity, ego, because that can get in the way as a parent when acknowledging that your child needs certain things, that you're not like everybody else. You're not part of the club, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, when I bypassed all of that and I tapped into my power and I tapped into my ancestors who communicate with us every day all the time, mm-hmm. We just need to listen. They're always talking to us. They're always guiding us. You know, but if you're not receptive, you're not going to hear. You're not going to feel. You're not going to know. You know, so I I actively sought them out on this, and they told me, remove this from the diet. Incorporate Mm. this. Put this music on when doing such and such. Massage these oils into the feet. You know, Mm. all these different things. And I want people to know I use common sense, too. You know, I make sure my daughter's not allergic to it. It's not toxic. It's not too strong for someone her age. Again, magic does not mean not utilizing your common sense. You know, if you're going to prescribe golden seal to someone to heal them, if they're allergic to um, ragweed, don't give them golden seal. You know, practice your magic responsibly. I'm also going to say this real quick because the show's going to cut off in one minute. If you're online, you won't be able to hear the show. But if you are tuning in via telephone, you can stay on the line, and it will continue. So you don't have to hang up. I just want everybody to know that. Okay. And um, so anyway, yeah, back to my daughter. And then I made the conscious decision to let her go to school, mm-hmm. right, that it would aid in our growth. And when I tell you I put so many wards and protection spells around her, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was like, I wonder if she'll be able to even sit down. I mean, I put so much energy into the things that I did. I got to learn some of that. I got to learn for real. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. When I tell you Mm -hmm. I was up all night, you know, just working, 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 and everything went wonderfully today. And I'm not going to say it's just because of what I did. I think it was because of who she is. Okay. Yeah. And what she walks with, and her guides and her guardians, 
you know, yeah. her, her spirit guardians and things of that nature. You know, so I, uh, there, there goes, again, the harmony and the balance. Mm-hmm. So a wonderful educator who cares and is knowledgeable and applies wisdom and humility and compassion in her teaching added with my daughter and her identity and who she is and who she walks with and her personal magic because she has it even though she's a little person, mm-hmm. you know. And then what I threw on there, and I think that yielded the right formula for for what happened today, which was a wonderful day. Okay. You know, so, again, you do that with your magic as well. Keep Keep all that in mind as you're studying and you're learning. Try not to go against things. Try to go with the flow. You know, apply common sense. Incorporate the right elements into your magic. You know, the right tools, the right environment. Try to keep your environment pure. You know, that's what I'm trying to do. I know my personal environment. Anytime my personal environment really gets contaminated, it's Mm -hmm. because the people at home are not understanding what I'm dealing with on the outside and what I'm trying to do here at home. They don't understand well, because they don't this. spiritually this is see it. you can do because I have that too. I have that as well. And I will get my sage <laughs> while everybody's mm-hmm. home, and I'll smoke. They don't even know they're getting smoked out. <laughs> okay. You know, they think, there goes mom again, you know. Burn okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm smoking your butt out. <laughs> and you don't even know it. No, I wait till nobody's home, and I go around and I'll dress beds, I'll dress mm. pillows, you see, mm. and I'll tell everybody we're having a good dinner tonight. You know what? I didn't, I didn't boot up something in my pot. I'm gonna straighten yes, everybody. Yes, I out. just heard about doing that actually with the Christmas holiday coming. Mm-hmm. How that's a possibility? How you know you can do that with food that, especially for family who you know most of our family's not really receptive. But you can do right. that, and it's to help them. But this way you don't have to deal with, you know, their whole take on the whole issue. Just yeah, well, you so know, what, what, would you, what would you use that's safe? <laughs> like, what do you really... Just when you're cooking your regular food, it's just, you know, your prayers and your intentions okay. over the food. And you okay. use certain things. Let me tell you, I use, depending on what's going on, the climate, Mm-hmm. I will use sage mm-hmm. in certain meals because my common sense says if it works externally, it should work internally mm-hmm. Yeah, in clearing away certain things. So I'll make sure in that particular dinner tonight what herbs I cooked with. I cooked with basil. Mm-hmm. I cooked with sage. You know, I used rosemary mm-hmm. because that's what I'm doing. I'm clearing out. I'm dispelling the negative. I'm breaking mm-hmm. up that energy, that negative, stagnant energy. And these mm-hmm. people are totally unaware, which means they'll be less resistant. People fight what they're aware of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some people, you come across a lot of people that they want to hold on to anger and negativity. Yeah. They, they fight to be miserable. Mm-hmm. Right. So I figured if you don't know that I'm healing you, you won't fight my healing. Okay. Right. Don't even have to Great say idea. nothing anymore. Yeah. Right. So use your magic that way. That's that's yeah. one way you can use it. I'll whip up I, some, I got, a, a I, nice tea, right? Some uh, some sweet tea. Okay, we're gonna have some sweet tea, and I'll put a couple of drops of lavender in there. That's why I'm telling you essential oils, people. 
Do not underestimate having essential oils in your home. If you're interested, www.youngliving.org backslash Nadia, N-A-D-I-A, Clayhar, C-L-A-H-A-R. I I really, really recommend that you go to my site, check them out. They don't just tell you what, you know, list oils. They tell you what they do, how to use them, and their background. You can see where they come from. Mm -hmm. If you can't afford the individual oils, because they're a little pricey. But I want you to know they're pricey because the difference between that and the one you can get from the store for, for $10, is that wow. that one has petro in it and all kind of ingredients that are not safe to ingest. Even okay. though it says pure on there, if it does not say therapeutic grade, meaning, you know, it's not of its purest sense, then I wouldn't do it. And I'll tell you, even with some of these oils, if there's a carrier oil, it'll be listed there. There's nothing in that bottle that is not listed. I, so, I again, used some peppermint so oil the other day. And oh, boy. That oil is so favorites. strong. That that oil, I was I just used a couple of drops, and I guess I didn't have, I I probably made it a little bit too concentrated for the size and the mm-hmm. amount of the other oils that I had, and I, I was putting it on my scalp because I had Oh, it's um, amazing. But it's guess amazing. what? Too much of it, it almost burnt me up, and I didn't. Well, you, you have to be careful because the yes. purer the oil, yes. you have to know if you need to um, put oh. a carrier oil with it. You definitely okay. have to be conscious of where you put it on your body. You don't want to put it in your open okay. orifices, um, like yeah. your eyes or your know, you know, your nose. Okay, you, it's different ways to to use it. But they even did a study with peppermint, and they found that peppermint peppermint's ability to directly affects the brain's um the brain center as far as feeling satiated. Okay. You know, satisfied. It triggers um a fullness after meals. Okay. So you don't overeat. I mean it, it's just it just does so many other things. Some people use it to keep spiders out of the home. I use it also to raise the vibration in my okay. house. Okay. I make certain house sprays for people. You know, depending on what they tell me is going on in their house, mm-hmm. and I'll create a spray just for them. And I'm like, use this because I'm telling you. And, and they'll call me like, hey, it changed. And, and I'm like, yeah, because it changed the vibration in in your home. It, you know, it, it it changes certain things on a scientific level. So I'm not just a practitioner that doesn't take into account science and the, okay. the workings and the dealings of certain things. I take all that into account when I'm creating for people. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You know, let's incorporate. I this. have let's a question too. Mm-hmm. I have. Um, I plan at the end of you know the holidays. I'm filing for um, divorce, and I have a girlfriend who's like, "You need to get someone who's like going to conjure up something." Because she's like, "I had a dream. Something bad's going to happen to you." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Uh, you know, I appreciate her telling me that, but I don't really right. believe, you know." And mm-hmm. like to me, that's kind of like black magic. And so I was like, I'm not going to do that, you know what I mean? But she's like, well, I'm not saying do something to harm them, but, you know, just something to make sure that you're all right. And I'm like, I think that I'll be all right. Like, you know, I think if I was to play into her fear of the situation, maybe that would change things. But me, Mm -hmm. I don't personally feel like 
you know, something's going to happen to me. And so can it be like if I played into her fear that that could be, you know, something that I could make come into it? That is quite possible. Okay. That is quite possible. And I'll tell you why. I had someone come to me and ask me for a reading. Now, during this reading, I saw a couple of things. Um, when I do a reading, there are some things there are some things that I say, and there may be some things I don't say. It depends on the person. Um, sometimes I get different messages or visions or just a feeling, and I question where that comes from. And mm-hmm. I don't know if this is from years of doing it. But I sometimes I say to myself, yeah, I'm hearing and seeing that, but where is that coming from? What mm-hmm. am I tuned into yeah. right now? Because mm-hmm. I may repeat something that will actually bring about a tragedy. Yeah. You know, like I saw one time somebody getting in a car accident. It took me a, a little while before I told them about it. Mm. You know, because one, I had to think, are they the ignorant type that thinks I'll cause it by fact that I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, then I had to say to myself, um, will they be, I don't want to invoke fear in people. I don't think when you act to know things, you should live in fear. Yeah. Well, you no, know, I didn't ask her. She had an actual dream. Like, she's like, girl, I dreamed. And then, you know, she called me because she's not psychic. She just had a dream. And from mm-hmm. that dream is where she's just like, you know, you need to do something and I'm like, uh, you know, thanks, but I wouldn't be doing that. You know, like, I haven't done anything. Right, I'm right. really in the you learning stage anyway. Yeah. But, Miss, I know what she's talking about, though. Because... I would never go to, yeah, you know, I wouldn't do that. Even when I come into starting the practice, I don't want to deal with anything black. And so right. I feel like well, I'm gonna my tell own you. energy and I'm protected enough to where I wouldn't need to do that. And that's, and that's the thing. You have to know your your place of being. Because for a long time, I was also the type where I was like, I don't want to know anything dark, mm-hmm. you know, um, um, this, that, and the other. You know, for me, that was it until I had met yeah. a new teacher, you know, a mentor, shall I say. And mm-hmm. the way she taught me and the way she put it to me is there's a flip side to everything, and you do yourself a disservice when you omit part of the natural order because you're scared of it or you have apprehension. Now, that doesn't mean that I know this stuff and I'm just going to start doing it because if it doesn't sit well with me, I'm not doing it. You know, but I learn it, though. I have learned it. You know, because I realize for me, yes? I wanted to uh, just interject. I had to leave for a moment, but let, let me say this, that darkness and light is a balance. What mm-hmm. you are talking, your, your uh, guest is talking about is wickedness. Right. And right. Uh, recently I had someone to um, teach me that we can't be afraid of light and dark. We have to be mm-hmm. afraid of wickedness. And that's, that's right. Well, not be afraid, that's, but yeah. Ladies, I'm dealing with the same thing right now. And my wow. suggestion to my suggestion to that caller, right? Miss, you still on the line? 
Yes, yeah, she yes, did. My Michelle. suggestion is this: what your what your friend said to you, or what came in your friend's spirit, was just wisdom. Word to the wise. Let me tell you why: because you're going to going through a divorce, and whether you go through a divorce, a state battle, or anything involving the legal system, money, greed, separation, malice, anything is possible. Everything that I'm dealing with right now that's coming against me that could affect me or my children, it, it, it only came from the people who were close enough to get to me. You understand? And that was family, the people right, that I loved the most. Right, because they right, had an right. access. They had an access because they, they know that there's a part of my guard that was let down. Okay? Right. And right. everything yeah. that I'm dealing with now, I'm not just talking Deal about with, with strangers. It started now, from but the let wickedness. me ask you this: How do yeah, you incorporate? You how do you incorporate wicked. metaphysics into that? Because Before, you know, there's a lot of people that's tuning in for the magical aspect things. of the show. Too I want you things. to tie it into that. Okay, it was too many things that was happening that just didn't make sense. Because here it was, I was just relying on prayer and fasting and going to church and calling out, calling on the name of Jesus, but still seeing all these things happening around me that I was well aware came from people playing around with black magic, whether it was Santeria, whether it was voodoo or whatever, because my mother did not raise me to be ignorant. She let me see that there's another world, there's a science out there, there's things that people do. And I remember my mother always said to me, Go check yourself out. When there's a time, she would say, people need to go check themselves out. And it's in the checking. It's in the checking that I began to see that, wait a minute, this is what's going on. That's what's going on. Because sometimes you see the signs or sometimes you see the action. You understand? So for a long, if you would have asked me, up until about before May, was I going to be on a show talking to anybody like this? I would have told you no. No, because it went it went against everything that I had been trying to embrace for many years. It went it went against everything that I was led to believe just by w- what I'm hearing from pastors or what I'm hearing from the saints or gods. It went it went against everything my belief system. But when I started to see the wickedness creep in, I said, "Hold on, you cannot fight an enemy that you do not know, yeah. or you don't recognize." Well, that's what we spoke on as far as acknowledging your power, mm-hmm. your source of power, um, and the I'm power and the energy that, that surrounds you because you can't utilize what you don't acknowledge. Okay. I can't wash my hands with soap if I don't realize that there's soap right there on the sink. You understand? I have to acknowledge all aspects of my environment mm-hmm. um, and what that entails, objects, people, energy, Scenarios, Michelle, what you mentioned, I would say to you, focus on your protection, not right. being the aggressor. Right, that's exactly. That's not for everybody. Right, that's, I was going to get I'm to not, that. I'm not going to say it's not out there, though, because mm-hmm. I do know yeah. those that will engage in spiritual warfare. I will. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that about me. I will. But it would have to be some extenuating circumstances and some other things going on. Right. However... My thing, you know, I believe in you're your worst enemy if you're trying to harm me. So mm-hmm. what I'll do is I'll help energy, I'll give it a little push, a kick, some direction, and I'll just reflect your bull crap back to you. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not saying that's always the case, that that'll always work. There's different things and different scenarios, and that's about you knowing yourself. Don't mm-hmm. ever do anything you're not at peace with. Somebody tried to have me uh, participate in a blood ritual, and I was like, hell no, that's not for me. I know it has power, and I know it works. Mm-hmm. you or somebody else. I don't, I don't believe in sacrificing animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't uh-huh. want to do that. That's not my thing. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, Tell them that they're wrong, and mm. and see my thing is I don't care what your intention is, good or not. Yeah, you have somebody using it to do wickedness, and then you have somebody that wants to use it to do a form of purification you. or anointing. Right. That's mm-hmm. your personal magic. That's what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. That is okay. your personal magic. It is not for everybody. Right. So Michelle, when your friend told you that you need to do this or do that. You take into consideration what she said because only a fool doesn't listen when somebody mm-hmm. speaks. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean you have to digest and process it to where you make it part of you. It's just to protect yourself because you take that what court you system need will have and that you court tap into your natural nature, your divine self, because you are a divine goddess. Tap into that, and what did your instincts tell you? Not to go, you know, start attacking people. But you protect yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. Protect yourself. And, you know, there's crystals you can use. Um, There's different rituals you can use. There's different herbs you can incorporate, even aromatherapy, of course, meditation and prayer, whatever resonates with you. You know, because you're a magical being, and you tap into that, and you make that work for you. I tell someone, if you're a Christian, pray to your God. What do you believe in? Where where do you derive your power and peace from? And I'll tell them, well, you need to, I can't give you a system that that doesn't resonate with you. That's like me telling you to speak Spanish and you're from China. You know, like, why would I do that? So where are you from? What's your bloodline? What energy do you work with? How do you eat? Where do you live? Who are you surrounded by? And I take all of that into consideration before I advise someone. And all I, all I am is a sharer. People have told me I'm a teacher. I don't think so. I think I'm just here to share and to be an example. Well, this is what I would do, or this is what I do. Okay. You know, and that's how I look at it, because I respect your energy and your power and I'm not here to revoke it or anything like that. I'm I'm here to be a positive add-on to what is the love and the peace and the harmony that is already in your life, you know, on anything. And could you imagine if everybody operated on that without without the premise of I'm here to change you, I'm here to indoctrinate yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? How Definitely. How much more would people benefit from each other's presence if they didn't approach with the intent of doing away with who you are, taking you off of your path. Yeah. You know, so her message, you don't let her message take you off your path of who you are and the, ma- and the magic that you practice, but you take it as a, as a um, how can I say, a suggestion. Just some information. Everything is information. Everything, you know. So, okay, I got some information here. Let me think about how to deal with it, you know, and you come from that aspect. I would suggest to you bulk up on your protection. 
keep that energy high, that vibration. Of course, always be aware of who and what's going on around you. You know, take a second look at something because a lot of times people have dreams around us and they share it with us because it's there to promote us to take a second look at what we already know. You may already know something's not right, something's amiss, Mm -hmm. but you might have dismissed it for some reason or the other. And this person came to reaffirm what you already knew, what already resides within you, which is to be on your guard. Also, the ancestors ancestors, uh, work through the dream. And if you're not listening to your own dreams, they'll send it to somebody that's close to you. Exactly. For protection. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes so much is going on, you can't. It's not that you're not listening to your dream. Either you can't remember it or it comes in bits and pieces and then... It doesn't make sense. Yeah. So you, you're talking about so you so you get a divine interpreter of sorts. Because I used to, to get intercede. very vivid dreams and and remembered my dreams and. Mm-hmm. But th- then when a lot of stuff started to happen, those dreams I will only remember bits and pieces of it. Well, let me ask you something. So mm-hmm. for I'm thinking maybe for the next show, and Ian, you tell me what you think. Maybe I think what I'll do is um, I'll touch on different methods, different crystals, spells that you can use to remember your dreams and to aid you in interpreting your dreams. And I want you guys, um, now that we're talking about dreams, because we're going to wrap it up now, it's it's getting kind of lengthy, but I want you to look into so that maybe next week you can bring to the table what you learned about lucid dreaming. Because I know how to have lucid dreams, which is basically you kind of guide yourself in your dreams. Yeah. You say this is what I want to dream. You can actually manifest from the astral into the physical. Exactly. So we should all be able to do that, but. Exactly. But there are a lot of people who can't. I'm a complete beginner. I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Look it up. I want you to do some research. We're going to discuss it. We're going to discuss it on the next show. But do some research on lucid dreaming and how you can do it, different techniques that will aid you. Because me personally, I think the only thing that might hinder someone from being able to develop that is if their physical circumstances are a hindrance. Like you may be on medication or you may be taking in stuff. Because we take in substances, we get polluted. And this really has an effect on our spiritual side. You know, so if you're taking in um, certain medications, you know, or you're drinking or you're smoking or, you know, popping pills, whatever the case may be, if you're eating foods that are poor for your health, you know, these things can affect your ability to manifest your spiritual um, side and your capabilities. Mm -hmm. So you take that. I'm not saying it's a definite because I know some people that are straight heroin at it, that they will give you the hidden number for next week. (laughs) 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 They'll tell you some things, and you're like, holy cow. You know, like, how did she know that? How did she do that? That's like with people I know that they're only on a diet of Chinese food and quarter waters, and they look like they're Jacqueline, you know, like they have a personal Uh trainer. I'm like, how the hell do you look like that? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing you eat is healthy. (laughs) 
Yeah. Ms. Nadia, what, what what time does your show come on? Because I missed the front of the, sh- the, the the front end of the show, so I have to go back and listen to the archive. Okay, uh, my show comes on at eight a.m. But Ian, let me ask you this because there was a time when we changed dates. I started off on one day and at one time, and then we switched up. But if she goes into the archives of just Everyday Magic, will it give her all the shows? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 And I missed a couple of of Thursdays, so you might see a gap in the dates. Like I skipped Thanksgiving, and I think there was another week we had a problem, so we, we weren't able to get the show off on that day. So but, I, um, I just did oh. an encore show Sunday. Okay. And but my regular days are Thursday at eight. So I That's can still follow up. Right follow up with you on Facebook. I prefer to email only because okay. there's a it's, bunch of people on you Facebook. Utilize that, whichever you want. And yeah. we can we can go from there. But um okay. you know, just to give you a light touch on what you asked me, I just want you to know that your suspicions are, for the most part, they're on point. Mm-hmm. So you kind of already know what I'm going to say to you. Mm-hmm. And with that said, you are fully capable of rectifying the situation as far as you can put a stop to what's going on. And with that said, you can work on the healing aspect and kind of restoring balance okay. with your children and your environment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that should give you a hint as to, like, you know, you're, you're on point. You know? Okay. And I want to say this, too. I, I want everybody to be empowered. There are certain things that I can do, but then there are certain things that you can do, and I might be better at this and you might be better at that or which is different or have different techniques. But when you're going to deal with any spiritualist, be it me or anybody else, be, be suspicious if what they say to you and what they do for you and with you is not empowering. Nobody yeah. should do something with you that takes away your power to heal mm-hmm. yourself. You don't want somebody giving you advice like, yeah, this is going on in your life, and the only way it's going to get fixed is if I give you a bath. Yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Something's wrong yeah. with that. You know, now if I can tell you you need a bath, and either you can let me do it or you can do it yourself. This is what mm-hmm. you need for you to do it, or I'll take care of all of that. But there has to be a, 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 a connection there. You know, nobody is in a position where um, they're your salvation. Okay. I don't. I don't deal with that. I don't deal in that type of absolute nonsense. Yeah. That there is only safety and salvation through you. I already know what your agenda is. Mm-hmm. You know, because anybody with common sense wants to get better or wants to get rid of something that's negative or draw something that's positive. And if somebody's telling you that that is impossible unless you utilize them, they're full of baloney. Right. Their agenda is not to aid you. Their agenda is to capitalize off of your suffering. So know that. Okay, we not, the show is not, I say everybody's welcome, but I'll tell you what, charlatans are not welcome. So don't call in or don't come on here trying to panhandle your snake juice, you know, <laughs> you know, to my extended family that's joining the show with me. Don't do it. Save that for your own forum. You know, they, 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 they'll seek you out or you're going to have to seek them out somewhere else, but it's not happening 
on Everyday Magic. Mm-hmm. You know, so your show so is Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Thursday night at 8 p.m. And I'm going to let everybody know, like with all my services, yes, there is a fee because that's mm-hmm. my shade, that's my life force that I'm sharing with you yeah. and sacrificing and things of that nature. Um, so, But that's something that's worked out in private. Okay. I'm not a corporation. So I, I talk, you. I work with people, that type of thing. So know okay. that. But um, in general, you're going to walk away knowing how to help yourself. You don't have to call me every time you need something. <laughs> you know, or I'm not, I'm not even coming from that point of view with you. You know, mm-hmm. I'll tell you how to dress a candle. You want me to dress it? Okay. You want to dress your own? This is what you need. You know, it's up to you. Don't let anybody force their spirituality on you. Don't let them force or threaten or fear-monger you into pursuing your spirituality their way, their venue. That's you know, because you're all, spirit, you're all spiritualists. You have a choice to tap in or you have a choice to ignore. But everybody is connected to one common thread, somehow or the other. You know, and I do think that there are people that are um, not people, just to put it bluntly. <laughs> but they're even connected to us because they're here. You understand what I'm saying? They're interacting with us, so we're connected. Yeah. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so be aware of everything that you're connected to and you're connected with. Be aware of when you need to sever connections for your okay. own well-being. Mm-hmm. You know, be aware of that. It's about balance and it's about harmony. There's even harmony in chaos, as crazy as that sounds. There's mm-hmm. a method to the madness. So, you know, try to, when you're pursuing your magic, try to educate yourself on every level. Don't rule anything out because you don't understand it. At least learn about it so that you have a choice whether you want to utilize that power or not. You know, keep yourself open to wisdom. There's mm-hmm. always room to improve. You know, and and try and come at life and everything positive and with love. What you want for yourself, want for others. You know, should they be worthy? I don't practice unconditional love. That's just me personally because I think there's a condition (laughs) of everything. Nature dictates that from my point of view. But for some people, they come at it from like, yo, I, I love unconditionally. And I say, fine, if that works for you, then more power to you. Right. You know, so... But retain your individuality in your magic. And next week we're going to talk on, you ladies remind me too, um, you can send me emails or messages or anybody listening throughout the week if you want us to try to touch on a a topic, just kind of throw it there to me because I am a typical Gemini when it comes to certain things. So I'm always doing a thousand things for a thousand people. Wow. (laughs) You know. So sometimes you got to remind me. Not a Gemini, me. but that sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, there's a lot of signs, but I'm when it comes to that aspect of being a Gemini, that's me. You know, okay. it's like, yeah, I play the piano, I paint, I sculpt, I'm a, a blacksmith, I'm a, you know, <laughs> we're always doing something up to some shenanigans. So you got to kind of stay on me and be like, hey, plus I have a family, you know, a large family I'm over here building. And they worked me to the bone from sunup to sundown. So that's mm-hmm. a whole yeah. other topic. So, you know. You must be a black me. woman. <laughs> <laughs> i never heard that one. Yeah. I don't know about that, but I know it's a woman thing. 
divine feminine. You know, we're creating. We don't just make babies. We make magic. So that's every day and all day. You know, all my sisters out there, whatever your hue, we stay working. We work. Society keeps us working. That's what it's about. That was not me being biased. That was I was just of being course not. facetious. Of course not. So all my I'm just other saying, light you know, workers. We have people listening, and they might take it a certain right. way. Right. So all my other light workers. That was just that was being me being facetious. Well, we just clarify for those that may misunderstand. We don't want mm-hmm. anyone to think, you know, so they'll know because some people might read into that the wrong way. Well, you must so we're be letting, my you know, children, oh, it's mama. not. That's not even that. Mm-hmm. You know, be aware that's not part of this cipher here. So no, not at all. That's how we all operate. But, um, yes, ladies, we're going to wrap it up. I had such a wonderful evening talking to you. And those that I know are going to tune in and listen to the archives and get back to me mm-hmm. later, those of you who were on but you chose not to speak, that's fine as well. You know, mm-hmm. no pressure here. And I, I just want to ask, is Donnie on? Do I have Connie online? Is that nine seven three Connie? No. Oh, okay. My name I is Jackie. Know. Oh, Jackie. Okay, Jackie. Yes. I'm so glad you're online. And um. Yeah, the energy I'm tonight is wonderful, ladies. I want to tell I'm you. I'm Hadassah in the chat room. And I wanted to let you guys know the energy is positive. Mm-hmm. So much was shared. There's so much that somebody can go over and listen to the show and take walk away with some positive things again mm-hmm. because you guys are going to get to know this with me. Um, as an empath, it's hard for me to strictly stick with um, quoting factors out of a book because I'm so led by emotion and, and different things like that that I pick up from people. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, again, strayed away from, I was supposed to give you a whole list of herbs, <laughs> you know, but that wasn't the answer, so you know, so we, we let it flow, <laughs> and we just went that way. But I'm going to try again next week. You you know, those that really want that information, you have to speak up. If you say to me, what herbs, such and such, or if you say, can you throw out some things to you, I will quote it to you. But when other people address certain issues and concerns and questions, I'm going to respond to that, and that's going to take me away from, you know, if you were listening to find out what gem, what stone, what crystal to use, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, again, that's where participation comes in. If you, okay. the conversation starts moving away from what it is that you needed, by all means, interject respectfully and draw it back to what you need to get. You know, because we really do only have an hour technically via computer. You know, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people don't call in with the intent of sitting on the phone for two hours, you know, talking about this. So, again, you have to be active, everyone. You have to – this is a a village here. We're a village of practitioners who support each other and we share and we're learning and we're loving and we're peaceful and all of that. So be proactive in your magic when you call in. And if you need something, ask for it, you know, and we'll go with that too. So I say good night. Love and light to you ladies. Thank you again. Gratitude, appreciation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Next week we're going to go there. 
with peace and love. We're going to do the lucid dreaming, okay? I want to do lucid dreaming, and you can't do lucid dreaming without protection. So we're going to talk about protection, too, because you can't be out there frolicking around on the astral plane. You might, it's like going out at night, you know, in a neighborhood, just a big neighborhood. You run into all kind of characters, so you want to make sure you have your protection and your wards up. Okay. If, if you're going to go wandering around on the astral plane, you, and, and you don't want to take somebody back with you when you return home. Sort of oh, that's yeah. nobody you can control. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, know, you wake up in the next day, and you're like, hey, what's that? <laughs> oh, I came <laughs> like back that movie Insidious. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. You see how they put these movies out because they know. That's right. You know, they try to put it out there like it's fiction, but it's not fiction. Hey, I want you guys to do some research. There is, um, I, I just want a little feedback on this. I don't know if you've ever heard of the Golden Compass. Oh, And I was movie. talking about it recently. It's a, it's a children's book, but it's very adult content if you read the book and then you see the movie. Wait, is it an older movie. book? It's a, oh, it's not too old. I forgot who I gotta pull up who the who the author is. But the movie has Nicole Kidman. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes, I have. I did see that. Yeah. Uh huh. I want you guys to really think about the premise of that of when it's saying we have these spirit beings that walk with us, and mm. then how yeah. we're in a different there's different planes of existence, you know, or different um realm or that type of thing where yeah. we kind of exist. In different places, yeah, quantum with a reality. whole another set of circumstances. I just want you guys. I don't know what made me throw that out there, but I want you guys to to think about that too, because you know I was going to sit down and watch that with my son, and then I said, well, let me sit down and watch it again by myself, because if I would remember correctly, he was pretty deep, and my son yeah, is so yeah. spiritual that I know he was going to try to identify with what he was seeing. Wow. You know, I, I, so, I'm sorry. I no, no, go spoke, ahead. I actually spoke to a physics teacher the other day to ask him a question because I saw a book um, that I said I was going to, you know, look into purchasing this book. It's, and it's called Teaching Physics, Mysteries versus mm-hmm. Pseudoscience. Wow. And, okay. Yeah. And it's well, let me get my like, pen. It's supposed to be <laughs> reader-friendly. Yeah, I'm getting my pen right now. <laughs> yeah, teaching Physics, good. Mysteries versus Pseudoscience. And we were talking, um, the website is quantum, quantum, Q-U-A-N-T-U-M-E-N-I-G-M-A dot com, quantumenigma dot com, or www, I want to say O-U-P dot com slash U-S. But it's written by a a Bruce Rosenblum and Fred Kuttner, and it's supposed to be really good, like to explain um, quantum physics in layman's terms. Because my mm. main thing, my main thing was, well, what is this whole thing about? Can I just about? say, excuse me, I have to leave. I love you all. Love and light. Oh, we love you too, Queen Mother. Love you we too. love you too. Hi. Good night. Quantum. You have a, a peaceful oh, evening. Turn off the um. Episode when you finish. Yes, ma'am. Good night. Good night. My main question was, okay, quantum physics. What exactly does that mean? 
you know, in terms of what we're seeing and what we're hearing and energies and, you know, what's the difference between that and, let's say, the electromagnetic things that we're dealing with. Because there's so many so many different changes going on in the universe that the average person does not know. But whether right. we like it or not, it is affecting us. Yeah, and, well, that's a reality. Whether you acknowledge, you don't have to acknowledge that you know you need oxygen, but the, the fact remains you do. You know, and that goes, even, I, that's why I try to when I try to tell people about magic, and they're like, I don't believe in all of that, and I'm like, yeah, right. okay, we uh, that's not really needed for me. Yeah, for you perhaps, and what you're trying to do. Yeah, but think I'm about the sure energy. I'm pretty sure that makes you know that makes things hard for you. The energy well, realities have actually already been proven because we know that, you know, we change in physics and quantum physics. You change numbers just by acknowledging it. So as soon as you look at something, you change it. And they've already exactly. done, you know, well, scientific, you know, experiments to show that quantum realities are real, do exist in many different realities. It's just they keep all of this secret from you because there's power in that knowledge. Like a lot of, of people do still quantum jump, but it's still not something that people are familiar with because that's another thing that you can use to help you by just getting in touch with the other yous to help mm-hmm. you in your journey mm-hmm. over here. If you go to my Facebook, you know how you have a you have your cover photo and you have your, your personal photo. And my actually, if you go to my page right now, my cover photo is about quantum physics. Really? It says quantum, wow. quantum physics, that nothing <laughs> yeah, that is observed that. is unaffected by the observer. The statement right. from science holds an enormous, powerful insight. It means that everyone sees a different truth because everyone is creating what they see. And that's a quote from Neil Donald Walsh. Yep. But, yeah, you, you're creating what you see. And that, I said that in the very beginning of this show. There are certain things that are happening to me, right? But mm-hmm. what I make of them is what is going on inside my mind. You know, so I could think that I'm under attack. I could think I'm cursed. I could think I'm being persecuted. I could think mm-hmm. I'm being crippled, hindered, blocked, all of that. And but the reality is, what am I going to do? That's only 1%. Whatever go, goes on outside of me is only 1% of reality. That's a physical set of circumstances. What I make of it, how I interpret it, how I utilize it, and, and put it back out. That's on me. I'm the computer, right? I'm the mainframe. Yeah. Everybody else is just data. How I process and take in that data and what I make of it, that I have a choice. And that's what I'm trying to master. Because I may be in a situation where I cannot physically control my surroundings for one reason or the other, but I can do some other things. You know, and and you can re- like control your reaction and that. your emotional output to whatever it is, and that's right. what's going to change the situation. Like if you freak out, and then you'll create that situation of freaking yeah. out. But yeah, yeah. if you just hold on and not let your emotions control you, but control them, me, then you'll quantumly jump magic. into the reality that's better for you. I think it's magical. <laughs> it I is. think it's we're doing wonderful. it all the time, every second. You know, and, and that's, that's how why I it's so important to meditate. Saying, well, why do you keep saying magic? And I tell people, first, come away from Hollywood. 
<laughs> yeah, we're not talking yeah. Hollywood here, okay? We're not talking right. um, Hollywood. Disney. You know, although yeah. Disney doing you know, magic. Although, I was getting ready to say, although mm-hmm. there's a great percentage of that, which is actually fact. You just have to know okay. how to decode it. When you can exactly. decode it, then that's, and that's when what you, bring you can to the pay table. attention you, to those, yeah, to those Are you looking at it most and you, of those do you movies, just want to make it fable? Yeah. Yes. Well, most if of those movies are literally our own story regurgitated back to us. So that's the big that's thing, too. Most happen. of those are our stories regurgitated back to us. Yeah. You know, well, they've you just know, stolen our stuff and regurgitated right it back to us. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's your quantum physics. You just named it. What yeah. do you see when you're watching that? Because that's what you're going to get. What right. did you hear when they said that? Because then you're watching garbage. You're not going to get anything from it. There is nothing to decode because you've never had any intent on decoding it. You just wanted to be entertained. So you got entertained, you know, and that's that. And that goes with a lot of different There's people that listen to the show. I've gotten emails already from people, quote, unquote, practitioners of magic, and they're like, you're wrong. You're teaching these people wrong, and you're telling them wrong, and that's not the truth, and they, they don't have any real power because all of that is silliness and such and that's not high magic. And I'm like, look, I'm well aware of what high magic is. I'm well aware yeah. of what magic is. You know, and something that I call them the spiritual teabaggers. I'm like, what, why are you contacting me? What, why, why do you even yeah. care? Okay. <laughs> what was it about you know, my show so like, that literally made you have to come tell me what I'm doing wrong? You might right, need to exactly. utilize your time a little bit better. And I was like, whoever walked, they walk away with what they wanted from the conversation. They called in. They're tuning in, you know. So you have your, what they call them, haters out there. And you have your megalomaniacs where, you know, it's their world and we're all figments of their world, you know, to be influenced and directed and guided. And, oh, well, right. you don't know about the ancient Kometans. Do you know about the uh, Tibetan scroll of such and such? Yeah, guess what? I did know about that stuff. Now, I may not know about it in depth as you do, but I'm aware of it, and who knows? I may know more than you. Just because I didn't interpret and regurgitate it the way you did doesn't mean I don't get it. I just choose not to do that, you know. So don't let people drag you into that silliness or whatever. But, yes, quantum physics, as you stated, you know, um, we affect it by what we bring to it, and that goes with everything. You know, we create what we see. You know, so a lot of people, they don't, you know, they don't realize that. That's where the differ of opinion come in. But there is such a thing as fact. Don't get me wrong. You know. So but, if, you're um, trying to do, if you're trying to do the right things, but you keep receiving or you keep ending up with the wrong results or the unintended results, well, then you have the wrong formula. Okay. Right. That's all. Or you there's a the lesson that you're not learning because a lot mm-hmm. of times when you keep making yourself repeat something, it's because there's a lesson in it that you haven't learned, and until you exactly. learn it and overcome it, it's going to keep coming back to you. So as exactly. soon as you learn that lesson and do that overcoming, then you don't have that need to keep going through that same situation again. Not only that, but I implore you to... Um, sit down and really think about what you interpret as right and wrong because, you know, that's of you. 
what's right for you is wrong for someone else, mm-hmm. you know, or or that case. And you may be emphatically saying that something is wrong and you have just limited yourself to the potential of a situation or a set of circumstances. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody says what we're doing right now is wrong. It's immoral. It's yeah. irresponsible, you know. But guess what? We all have them. Yeah, and we all have you know? our own truth, so nobody's really wrong. Even the right. people who are telling you about what you're doing, like, we've got our own truth. You subscribe to what yeah. you believe, and so no one's wrong. Just because it's not right for opinion. you doesn't make it wrong. It's just, you know, that's not right for you. But that's the this problem. Is just my opinion. This program, you know, where when everyone's you, like, well, this that. When you deprive someone of the freedom of thought, and the freedom of expression and uniqueness and to live their life's path, I think that's wrong. That's my opinion. But Mm -hmm. there are certain things that I think are wrong. When you are infringing upon another person's right to peace. Okay? Mm -hmm. So other than that, I say whatever. You know, In the in area where we're connected, there is a camaraderie. There is there is a set of circumstances that should be observed by all people involved because, in fact, what we're getting ready to do is going to affect each other. Then there's the individual. So there's the community you and then there's the individual you. You know, now what you do with your individual you, that is your preference. You know, so... You know, I, to me, that's where it gets into that. But um, other than that, you know, for you to tell me it's wrong for this or wrong for that, you know, hey, that's just your opinion. That's your business, you know. But okay, ladies, we're going to try this okay. again. Ms. Thank Naya, you. I just Love sent you the request on Facebook. Yes. Um, and I'll email you because I'm not on Facebook or Twitter or any of them. I don't. Okay, don't yeah, I, I can't do Twitter either. Like that's you. overload for me. I can't even yeah. imagine <laughs> tweeting, you know, and reading yeah. other people's tweets all day. I, on top of Facebook, I'm like, heck no. You know, one social network, and that's, I'm fine with that. <laughs> but, um, okay, so you ladies have the information, and I want to tell you this again one more time. If you want to get any orders, if you have any rituals you want to do, any questions, you have the information you have, and also the oils can be um, looked into, purchased, a lot of other things, too, that are, it's not just oils that are at the site. Um, it's www.youngliving.org backslash Nadia Clayhar. And you can go ahead and check some of that stuff out because next week you may have some questions for me. You might see something that you like or you're not sure about, and you can come back then. Ask me about it, and I'll clarify it for you. And you may see something, but it's too expensive. There might be a way to circumvent that. I can give you that information. Okay. So you just contact me and let me know. Okay. I just sent a request on Facebook. I know I'll have a lot of questions for you, but I'll email you. (laughs) Okay. No problem. All right. Thank you. It was awesome. I enjoyed this conversation. And have a safe, positive evening. You too. You too. Good night, ladies. Good night, ladies.